You ready? Let's go. All right, yo. What's up, Justin from Family? It's your boy, D. Starks. Starks artist. And you're tuned in to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. I'm hyped for this one. Hey, it's going to be a good one. That's going to be good. So welcome History books. for everyone tuning in for the first time, and welcome back for all the Justin from Family and OGs for another week. Um, so before we get into anything, I guess we had some news a little yeah. bit. Do you want to fill in? Let me, let me fill the people in. Let me fill the people This has been long awaited. We've been saying Very we're going to have people so. on the podcast. We're going to have people on the podcast. But a couple weeks back, we filmed a collab, which should I tell them who we... They already know, right? Ahead. I'm sure. John the Saint, my man, my man Jonathan Diggs, my man Eric Diggs. Um, if y'all don't know about him, y'all about to know about him real soon because we're dropping that EP next week. That's our big announcement, man, because we know y'all been asking, where they at? What's that? What's it coming? What's it coming? I know. So we're finally it's coming um, next week. Yeah, doing that, which I'm super excited about. Really, all March is going to be big, just like collabs and working with people. Um, inter- well, I don't really like call them interviews. They're more conversations, yeah, I guess. Yeah, just but, talking. Um, which we're really excited about. So stay tuned. Be ready for that. Um, coming next week, next Thursday. So I'm yeah. excited. And, you know, if you haven't already... If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, or any podcast platforms, make sure to leave a review and write us a rating. We really do appreciate it. Much love to Five all y'all. Five star. Five star. But um, with all that being said, let's tap in. Let's go, bro. Let's, let's get, get into it. it. Let's get into I'm it. Ready. I'm so, ready. So a couple weeks ago, ironically, when we did the collab, <laughs> a lot happened. A with, weeks. with John and Eric, which was an amazing weekend, their mom, Erica Diggs, she hosted a Bible study, and during that Bible study, she talked about the authority of the believer, and it was super, super impactful. Yeah. And a lot of what we're going to be, like, talking about is going to be, like, derived from that message that we heard from her. And this past week, a lot of my, like, you know, friends, acquaintances, peers, we were having different conversations and things like that, and a lot of it was revolved around cycles, Mm. and more specifically, like, cycles of sin and different things. So, like, you know... If you're in a cycle of, whether that be like smoking, yeah, drinking, what, having sex, you know. pornography, fear, um, pride, yeah. whatever, whatever that looks like to your situation, or even maybe things you've gone through in the past, mm-hmm. like that was a really like highlight. And then that just reminded me of the message that we heard from her, and I'm still kind of like tied in. Yeah, and so. So yeah, this is something that we just wanted to talk about that I was thought that was super super important because I know I've seen it in my own life. Oh, yeah, I know it's sure. a lot of things people go through. Exactly. Almost, I mean, really everyone, every Christian yeah, has like sure. find themselves in this cycle of like you know, it's you know you go two weeks mm-hmm. without opening that browser, yeah, or going over it and sleeping in that bed, mm-hmm. and then you fall and find yourself back in that same sin yep. for the next two months. I've been there. You know what I mean? It's like oh, I, I go, I'm good for like thirty days. I'm good for a month. But then I fall again, and then I'm in it for the next three. Yep. Right? And then you, you, you're you like, you just get discouraged. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, how how did I do this again? And how do I get out of this? Yeah. How can I, like, get that freedom that's actually lasting and something I don't just always have to be just struggling with and, like, distraught with my entire life, exactly. you know? Exactly. And I think a part of the reason is I think sometimes we allow ourselves to become slaves to the same things God has given us authority over. You know what I mean? I think that like we we trip over the very things we've given the power to step on, and wait, simultaneously. Wait, wait, say it again. No, no. <laughs> say it <laughs> again. We're not skipping over that. So sometimes we again. trip over the very things God has given us the power to step, step on, on. Yeah, and good. sometimes when we get in these cycles or we're falling into this sin, we play victim. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, well, like, oh, I'm dealing with this depression. Well, this is the way it's always been, so this is the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, we sometimes, I guess, normalize our sin. Mm, or the I hear a lot, you know, God gives, what's it, God gives his um, hardest battles to the strongest strongest warriors you, you be hearing that one yeah. yeah and we and we use that as just like almost almost an excuse to yeah. stay in it yeah right and like i said we, we've normalized our center almost like our dysfunction mm. and stay on the defense of i guess you can say like the blows of life and the attacks the enemy has like brought upon us exactly but that's not anything god has planned for our life mm-hmm. or what is like biblical in nature at all and so what we're not doing is like condemning people for going through these things. You know what I mean? Whatever, wh- whatever that be. But I think we have to be more intentional about understanding the power God's given us and that we're no longer slaves to the things that we may be going through. Exactly. So I wanted to start off with Romans 6.14, which says, For me. sin shall no longer be your master, mm-hmm. because you are not under law, but under grace. Mm-hmm. For sin shall no longer be your master so now that you step into the new covenant that you're under the blood of god right and saved by him you're no longer have to be a slave that's no longer your master something that you're tied to because you now have freedom that you can step into if you choose exactly if you choose and the next thing i wanted to bring up is romans six twenty three. we've heard it before but it talks about the wage of sin is death mm. but when we're talking in this verse like when it's talking about death it's not just physical in nature let's get into it it's also spiritual yeah Right, so like when he when he's talking about this, it's not only like death, like in terms of eternal life, like eternal damnation or separation from God, but also death to things while you're here on earth. Mm-hmm. So good. this can be the death of your emotional stability. Mm-hmm. It can, this can be death to your clarity. Yep. Conform that can come in the form of anxiety. Death to your joy, mm-hmm. which can be depression. Death to your peace. Yeah. Death to your humility. Right. Anything, anything that's contrary to God is what this death can consist of, because of the wages of sin. And I bring all this up because when God said that we were saved or that we're saved, he not only saved us from eternal separation from him, right? Mm. This saved is a daily deliverance from sin's dominion, power, and control. Mm. It kind of goes back to what we kind of talk about a lot. Like he didn't only just save you to get to heaven. He saved you so you can have authority and dominion on earth. Facts. But dominion over what? Authority over what? Mm. Power over what? Part sin. It's a question that we need to be asking. Sin. Sin. That we're no longer what slaves to it, and it's no longer our master. And I was going through Romans six a lot when I was like studying for this, which is low key really fire. So I definitely implore all y'all to read that. But Romans six starts off with you know the infamous verse of like, should we continue in sin so sin uh, then may abound, grace then may abound more? It's like no, we shouldn't do Certainly that. Not. And this is the first time I ever actually look at the footnote on that in my Bible. And it says that the idea of Christians continuing in sin is entirely contrary to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Sin is hateful and destructive. And now we have died to the love of sin. And it's the most important part, the ruling power of sin. Mm. And now we have died to the love of sin and the ruling power of sin, which should never make us want to live in it any longer. We've died to the love of sin and the ruling power of sin, which I think is super, super important. So we no longer, we've died to like, it's like, okay, so like you shouldn't be sinning, not just because you're going to be like abusing grace, but you've been set free from the, sh- the shackles of it. Exactly. That's a part of that verse. Yeah. You've, you've now given, been given the power through his blood, death and burial and resurrection to 
overcome that and yeah. be a conqueror of it. And then in this message that she was having with us, he, during it, she had mentioned something or proposed a question or statement. It was like, would you like to stay the devil's victim or choose to step into the truth that God says you're more than a conqueror? Mm. I was like, Argh. that's it right there. That's nasty. That's so, yeah, right we're going to be talking about the authority of the believer in this episode and really how to get out of those cycles a little bit of like just continuing in the sin and like dealing with it because it's not something that God wants for our life. Exactly. And it's also important to understand that we're not saying that with this authority means, you know, a life with zero struggle. Right. Because I think I think many people mistake their authority over their sin as an immunity to the temptation of it. Which is not the case. And as Isaiah fifty four seventeen, it says, "No weapon formed against me shall prosper." We like that one. You know, I've heard a we lot. Right? We love that one. So in the scripture, it's saying God never promised that no weapons would be formed, but that would, that they wouldn't prosper. Hmm. So our authority as believers is an immunity to the weapons, you know, trials, tribulations, you know, sin, but power over them. But I think many many of us like wrongfully interpreted the scripture, right, and thought that it meant, oh, like no weapons will come whatsoever, which that's not the case. And a lot of us were caught off guard. But to your point, when God says saved, he's bringing us from salvation from those attacks that will come. Will meaning inevitable. They will come, but he's given us authority over it. So, yeah, I just wanted to preface no, that's that. That's fire. Wait, what was that first point, though? It's like many people. Like, oh, yeah. Mistake, I said, run that back. I said many people mistake their authority over their sin as an immunity to the temptation of it. Immunity temptation of it. That's so good because I think. We mentioned this before. We just get caught up in that fact that we don't think that these things are going to come. So that comes back into like we play that victim when they do because it's like, oh, well, it's here now. So right. I guess this is the way it's supposed exactly. to be. This is what it's supposed to always look like. Mm-hmm. It's not something that – but these things aren't anything that are supposed to stay. Yeah. That he's given us the power to be delivered from through him, right? And so talking about like just trials will come. Uh, we mentioned John sixteen thirty three. He said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. It's like mm-hmm. what Jordan said, will. It's inevitable. He said we will have trouble. There will be things we deal with. Depre- depression may come our way. Anxiety, fear, mm-hmm. anything that is contrary to God may be trying to plague us yeah. and take over our mind and our peace and things like that. But he says, take heart. Be of good cheer. Take I have heart. overcome the world. Right? Wait. He had to go through everything and anything a human could experience so mm-hmm. we could walk in victory in it or over it right so by way of his victory we could take part in it too mm. he's like take take good like be you good do not fret but take but take heart this mm. ain't nothing i ain't seen before don't worry about it don't worry about it sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> i was not expecting that i was not yo. expecting that <laughs> but no he's saying yo like this ain't nothing i ain't seen before hey yo brandon what you got on <laughs> So, (laughs) but take heart. Mm. He's seen it before. That depression, that anxiety, Mm. what this temptation of lust, of pride, all of these things he's been through, he's overcome. So we could take part in that victory as well. That's a battle he already won. That's good. It's a battle he already won. Yo, we fighting. That's a battle he already won. He's too good. He's too good to me, bro. He's too good to me. Fighting, fighting battles he already won that's he crazy, already man. won it yeah but no um, yeah that's a battle he already won and then also when we're talking about this in terms of like authority like the power we have isn't in us mm. right and something I wanted to mention is the fact that 
what I heard in this, in the message that she said is the fact like sometimes saying the name of Jesus means nothing if you don't know the character behind the name you're speaking. <sighs> saying, saying the name of Jesus means nothing if you don't know the character behind the name in which you're speaking. That's dumb. And I don't know someone just because I know their name. I know them once I've spent time with them because I have a relationship with them mm. because I've taken intentional time to actually understand their character and who they are. Mm. Right. So when I say, That's I say, good. I mentioned the power we have isn't in us. It's because the power is in God. Mm-hmm. It's in Jesus. Yeah. Right. In his name that demons flee and change break, not in our words, mm-hmm. not in motivational quotes, exactly. not in cute Instagram captions, Twitter tweets, it's in him, which is the word of God. And we have to be very vigilant of that. And I think sometimes we're trying to bind demons. Mm -hmm. We're trying to cast out situations. We're trying to remove anxiety, depression, worry, and fear from our life in the name of a God we don't know. That's so good, bro. Yeah, I I think that's a good point, bro. And even kind of like doing more of a spin on that. It's kind of a simple point, but because the power isn't in us, we're not always going to feel like we have the power. That's just something I've realized. And and it's because you don't, like Mm -hmm. you said, but you do have the authority. There's a difference. You have the authority, but the power comes from the understanding, not not the feeling, right? So, and this was an example um, Erica Diggs gave to us during during that Bible study, which was a really good one. She said, a person conducting traffic does not have the physical power to stop those cars, right? But they still stop. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because he has the authority. Because they know even if they don't stop, I mean, they know if they don't stop, they're subject to the law, right? So he doesn't have the power, but he's up under something and he's acquainted with someone who does mm-hmm. and that gives him the authority so it's the same with us even though the power isn't in us we are acquainted with someone who has the power right so nice. we have the authority so like i said you're not always going to feel like you have the power but you have to understand that you do you have the, you have the authority because you're following someone who does right right and when you're speaking to these principalities to these demons whatever you want to name it they're not seeing or hearing you they're, they're hearing your spirit which is god in us right so I just want that's a good point. Like no, yeah, and just like just let me cut you off, but like just talking about how that strength comes from you don't always feel like you have that power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like but it's not in your strength, right? Not by not by mind, not by strength, but by his spirit. It's yeah. always gonna be by his spirit. So you may not always feel like you have the strength or the power to overcome this this pornography, yeah. this lust, or this mm-hmm. depression you're going through. But the fact is, or the truth is, in fact, that you have the authority through what? Not through you, but through God. Exactly. What? That you are more than an overcomer. Mm-hmm. You're more than a conqueror. Exactly. And so that's what you always have to realize because that's where we kind of play that victim. And I've been in that situation before. I was just I like, dang, I, I, I can't. Like, I keep falling. I can't, I can't do it. Mm. It's like, you're not supposed to. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, I can't. Like, why do I keep falling? Why do I keep falling into this? Why do I keep talking to them? Why can I cut off this relationship? Because you're trying to do it in your strength. Mm. You're trying to do it in your power. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. Like, when we're talking about, like, this is big talk. Like, it's authority and things like that. But it's Mm. because it's, it's, we're not bragging on us. This is all God's. Yeah. This is his thing. You know what I mean? His power that's um, um, empowering us. So that's Mm. why it's important that, you understand and have a relationship with God and know the name in which you're speaking mm. and declaring over these situations. Yeah. 
and the what and really knowing Jesus or him God himself is understanding his word like getting in your Bible and something that I had um wrote down earlier this week which I thought was pretty good tied into it, it's like the word of God is the only thing in your life that everything in your life is required to respond to no, say it again no, say it the again. word of God is the only thing in your life literally the only thing mm, that so everything in your life is required it must it has to is required to respond to mm. so that's the problem with quote unquote motivation or positive vibes mm. or quotes yeah demons don't flee at that mm. the, the depression isn't required to be removed or an exit out of your life because of that but when the name of Jesus and the word of God is present in that, it's required to respond to it. Mm, exactly. It's the only thing. Mm. So that's why it's really like important to just realize that and under, understand that the power isn't in you, but more importantly, like God himself. Exactly. Another point I wanted to bring up is when we're talking about um, getting deliverance, right? Or speaking these things out of your life and getting deliverance from these cycles or whatever. You have to understand that there's still a possibility that you'll fall back in. Mm. Because right. I've gotten situations where I've, I've come out of cycles and I thought like, yeah, like, you know, got it. A couple of weeks went by, psh, got attacked again, right? Hit, hit me from the blind like side. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you, you feel like you've conquered, you've completely conquered it and you're not, you're never going to have that temptation again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was that misconception I had, right? But in Galatians 5.1, it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. I like that's good. That's Don't good. be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So I think sometimes for me it was like I, f- I forgot I forgot who I was in a way. When I fell back in, I forgot that I already won the b- battle, right? I forgot who I was following. I forgot that he had already won the battle. And subsequently I fell, I fell into things that I had already beaten, mm. right? So I think it was important for me that I needed to remain submitted daily and get that that constant reassurance and understanding of who I was and whose I was. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, no, that was a good point I wanted to bring up. It's just like being being aware that the, it'll come back around. It'll try to get you. You know what I mean? Don't, right. don't, get, don't get hit from the blind side, you know what I mean, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, for real. And that kind of goes back to the point I made earlier. It's the fact that when God said saved, that means we have daily deliverance from sin's dominion, power, and control over mm-hmm. our lives. Like, this is a daily decision that we have to make to step into this to freedom and walk into the authority that we have. Exactly. And something that we can't forget. Because I remember I used to be, I remember myself falling into that situation low-key. Like, I remember there was a time, like, okay, I felt like I had, quote-unquote, like, I got, like, defeat lust. It's like, dang, I haven't done X, Y, and Z for, like, three months or whatever. Yeah. And then I was so thrown back because I had that temptation and then I fell, and I'm like, right. yo, like I thought, I thought I was, I thought I defeated it's this. Like, dang, I thought I, I was, I was done with this. I thought right. this was something I left behind. And it was like, it is. Mm. It is. <laughs> Wait, that's whoa. It is right. The way you said that, it is had so much power. Right, because on. it, it is right. Because if God says that we're more than conquerors, He's given us the ability to walk in freedom. The who the sun sets free is free indeed. It he is. meant that. It is. So I am free. 
So that's just me. I have to recognize and understand that in those moments mm -hmm. that I feel these temptations and those desires come that I am free and I no longer have to be bound to that. Mm. It comes down to making a decision. But yeah, I like that, that you mentioned that. It's a daily decision. So you just realize that um, uh, when those temptations do come, it's just realizing the temptations will come and things like that. Exactly. And also, I have put something down that I feel like kind of correlates with the fact mm -hmm. that uh, the enemy, is, he isn't like the demons you see on TV or in movies. Right, not the red I think horns. we have that misconception. He's going to come to you in thoughts. He's going to come and attack you through thoughts, through yep. different suggestions, through mm -hmm. ideas, through statements of like, you're not qualified. You're not enough. No, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. No, you're not free. Oh, you thought there was grace for that? <laughs> That's funny. Mm -hmm. No, you're so not. You can't. You can't be forgiven mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And so James 4, 7 talks about how you need to submit yourselves then to God or just the devil and he will flee from you. Right. Right. So what that really means is we need to submit to what God says about us and resist the thoughts that come contrary to what he says. Exactly. And that's what you have to realize. Mm -hmm. Like when you, when you realize that it's like, I was going to come in thoughts and thoughts can come to you every single day that are contrary to the word. Mm -hmm. 24 seven thoughts are like, you're not qualified before I get on this mic, bro. You shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. You're not prepared. You're not ready. You can't be leading people. You shouldn't be behind this mic. Like every single day, yeah. but we have to resist what And the devil, he should be fleeing from us. Mm hmm. Right, because we've submitted ourselves to what God says and have resisted with any lie he's tried to come that he tries to put against us. Exactly. And so no, yeah, I think that's that's also important really to know and understand as well, for real. Yeah. I kinda wanted to piggyback off of the conversation we were kinda having before that. We were talking about how sometimes you'll find yourself in a situation where you fall back into something and you ask yourself, like, I thought I was free from this, mm -hmm. right? And then it's like you are right, and I think in these situations you're 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 faced with fact and truth, right? Because the fact is that you fell into it. That's the fact you got to acknowledge that. But the truth is that you have been set free, right? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that in a lot of situations in your life, you'll be faced with fact and truth, and there's a there's a difference between the two, right? Because Jesus is the only truth. Now I have receipts, right? You know, we always got to come with receipts. John fourteen six it says, "I am the way." I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, right? So, so Jesus is the only truth, right? And when you're faced with the truth and the fact, whichever one you choose to believe will determine whether you're walking in the, the fullness of your freedom or not, mm -hmm. right? And what this looks like practically is in certain situations, you know, facts will say you have a porn addiction, right? You're struggling with this sinful desire. And that, you know what I mean? You have to acknowledge that. That's fact. But truth says... Second, Second Corinthians three seventeen. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm. Right? Where fact says you're bound to the cycle of depression and uncontrollable thoughts. That's a fact. Acknowledge that you're dealing with that. But truth says John eight three six. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Right? Mm. So I think a part of our authority lies in the understanding of the truth. And his truth is just his word, making right. his word a priority, right? And I think we're living in a world that makes it very easy for us to forget that authority, you know, because we'll be in situations where, you know, truth says you're the head, not the tail. But, you know, world, it hits you with a lot of facts of like, oh, fact is you're too young. You're too this. You're too that. But no, we have to stand firm mm -hmm. in that authority and say, no, truth, truth says, you know, I'm the lender, not the borrower. 
You know what I mean? Truth says I'm the head, not the tail. So, yeah, I think the understanding that there's a difference between truth and fact and leaning on the truth despite what the facts have to say helped me with this whole conversation and decision of, like, walking into my authority. Facts. So what that looks like is really just, like, combating the facts with truth. Right. right? Which is God himself. You know what I mean? Not not acknowledging what we're going through. Right? We talked about that last week. Um and Jesus in therapy of like, yeah, people will, people will like try to not acknowledge, okay, I'm going through this depression, like mental that. illness. Yeah. Like, no, this is something I am struggling with that I am going through. But the truth is, truth is I have freedom in this. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be bound to this, that God can and will heal me. Exactly. You understand? And like you clinging on to that, that goes back to really just understanding your word and hanging on to that. Cause that's the lifeline. If you don't understand that, if you don't, if you're not acquainted with it, you won't understand the power that you do have. Right. And nothing can respond. You nothing else is going. Nothing in your life will respond to anything but the word. So if you don't have it, don't expect results. So a lot of people, I think I was always in that cycle that of like, tough. yo, I'm going through like different sin and stuff, but I'm not in my word. Mm. Mm. So my situation wasn't required to answer to anything yeah. until I spoke what God said mm. about it. It's not like what the, I said. It's like the facts or the enemy's lies will become the truth because you don't even understand it for yourself. Jeez. You have to be in the word. Whoa. You have to be in the word because that's, that's how you fight that. Yeah. For real. That's how you fight that's that. You got to combat it with the truth. His word, truth, and facts. It's a, it's a difference. Say, it's a that, say that again. Bro, that was a... Hold on. What did I say? <laughs> bro, that was one of those things. That was straight for the spirit, bro. I forgot <laughs> what I said. I, that just kind of came out. I said... um, <laughs> the fact and lies of the enemy will become truth if you don't know if you don't know it for yourself if you don't know it for yourself you have to know it for yourself you have to know it for yourself because he's going to come with the will we all i think i hear a lot it's like fact-based lies yeah that's what so it if is you don't know the truth that's what you you'll take it that's what you'll take it as mm-hmm. yeah because you have no barometer to actually fight against that you have nothing to gauge it with Nothing to gauge it with. Exactly. So a lot of us have like taken fact-based lies of truth because we haven't been acquainted with what is. Mm. But his word says you got that authority. That's good, bro. And if you open it up, you would know. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me chill. Let me chill. No, get into your word. That's good. That's good. So no, yeah, that that's good. So I guess more more practically, what what does that process look like or what has that look like for you? In different mm-hmm. ways of like getting out of that cycle. You know what I mean? Have you? I'm sure you find yourself there. Like, what did you have to realize or like go through? Like, okay, this is what this looks like or how I get out. Um, I think kind of just what we were just talking on. Really, I think for me that what helped me get out of these cycles and things I was dealing with was leaning on His Word and what He had to say. You know what I mean? Because I was hearing a lot about what the world had to say about different things, right? For example, like even with my porn addiction, I was dealing with the world was saying and people were telling me, oh, that's normal to have those desires. Mm-hmm. Like you're a teenage boy. That's what they was telling me. But I had to lean on what God was telling me. You know what I mean, I had to lean on his word. So I think, yeah, what we were kind of just talking about getting in his word, leaning on his truth and not allowing what other people had to say to become that for me. So I think that's practically that's what kind of helped me. What about and you? I wanted to leave everyone with this, just tuning in and listening like. With some practical steps, right? And really, how to? We're talking about okay. I'm get, I'm in these cycles, and I want to defeat, mm-hmm. like you know, this pornography, this fornication, or whatever it may be to you. Like, what does that look like? Um, and I think the first step is to let go of shame. 
So that is the very first step in this process to let go of shame because like, you know, what we've mentioned before, like shame will like really make you run from the very thing you need to be attaching your attaching yourself to exactly which is god himself right and cling like we talked about cling on to the word with this romans 8 1 there's no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and um i'm going to spit some verses out i'm not gonna go through all of them but and also john three seventeen. so understanding that and letting go of that shame because if you stay there you'll never you'll be paralyzed and you won't take any steps forward right so letting go of the past and stepping into that future of grace of forgiveness and mercy that God has for you. Mm-hmm. And then two, step two of that is like go to the throne, right? Because it's not in your strength that you can do it. So you go to the go boldly before the throne of grace. Why? Because where grace is, that's where my sufficiency will be. Yeah. Right? Second uh second Corinthians twelve, nine, what my grace, his grace is sufficient, sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't fight sin through your natural strength. You have to do it through his spirit. So after you've let go of that shame and step boldly before the throne, because you can't step boldly if you're, stop, if you're caught in shame and condemnation, and then that's where you get the strength to walk by his spirit, spirit through. Uh, and also reference to that is Galatians 5, 16 through 17. And then third step, which a lot of people, I think it's one of the most important ones, is you have to examine your heart. So you have to look at the root of whatever the sin is or whatever you're struggling with and ask yourself, what don't I believe about God? Like if he, if I have claimed him to be such a priority in my life, like why, why am I dealing with this? Right. And does he really have my heart? And if he doesn't, why doesn't he? Mm. Right. Because like if someone has your heart, you're typically do anything for them. So So if I'm saying he has my heart, why is this part of my life still not his? Mm. That's a good point. And it, and it's so you have to examine your heart and really look at the root of whatever it is, and obviously doing that through the spirit to like reveal to you, okay, was this trauma, was this or whatever, yeah. um, to see, okay, why do I continue in this sin? Why I'm going back to the cycle? If I'm saying that you are enough, why am I still acting that this can be a supplement for you? Mm-hmm. And looking at that, and then four, four, simple, but you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision because the reality of the fact is, and this is what I was talking about in the conversations I've had this week. It's like a lot of us really know what we're struggling with. Yeah. Let's be real. A lot of us know there are a few relationships we need cut off, contacts we need to delete, messages that we need to stop Ooh, having. Get out of my closet, bro. No, sorry. <laughs> there's, there's some accounts we need to unfollow. Yeah. There's some time we need to reduce from social media and get into our word. Some sites we don't need to stop going to. We know what we need to do. It's all about actually just making that decision. That decision. Right. So when it's so now that you're walking by his spirit, I now must do everything in my strength, not to fight sin, but to flee from temptation. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So you don't fight sin in your strength. That's the spirit's job to eliminate the power of it. But what you do do in your strength is flee from the temptation That's the decision you do. That's what you do in your strength. So different. Flee from the temptation, right? And what does that look like? It looks like setting boundaries in your environment, creating a routine and crucifying your flesh and developing discipline, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what you do in your strength. You don't try to fight sin in your strength, but what you are responsible for is fleeing from it. It's not putting yourselves in situations where you may be prone to it. 
and getting your environment together, right? Um, Because it talks about how the Bible, God doesn't tempt anyone. A man is thrown away by his own desires. Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to flee from from that uh, in references, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 for that one. And then step five, which we mentioned earlier, which is one of the most, all of these are most important, but probably most important is repeat. So you go through this process again and again and again, right? So you have to realize it's something you, if you did it before you fell, you wouldn't fall as often. So let's go back through them. If you did, yeah, that's good. So let go of shame. Mm-hmm. Essentially, all that means is you give your burdens to God. Mm-hmm. This is something you do every morning. Give your burdens mm-hmm. to God. You step to the throne so you can walk by his spirit. You're examining your heart of anything that may, that may disrupt your intimacy with him. You make a decision to submit and obey to him. Repeat. Repeat. Always, mm-hmm. right? So you do it. you do it every day. Right, you stay vigilant of it, right? Because the enemy's always going to be trying to like press these thoughts on you or do whatever. And if you're staying aware and on top of it, right, and ultimately, really simply just pursuing him mm-hmm. truly and making him that priority as you're walking by the spirit, you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got to do these steps every day. That's a good point. Daily. Every day. Every single day. Cause I be trying to do it after I fall. That don't make sense. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll talk, that's though. good. That's we, a good. We point. try to like get back on it after we fall, and it's like, no, give your burdens to Him. Make that decision. Examine your heart. Right. Go to the throne. Mm-hmm. Like every single day, every, every day. moment, submitting to Him and making Him like the ultimate, like Lord and ruler of our life. That's different, right there, bro. This might be a classic. I ain't gonna lie. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um. But no, yeah, that's kind of what I want to leave you out with, practical steps and how to do that um, and what that process of like leaving that cycle behind is after, yeah. you know, thinking more generally about it. But you got anything else? We're going to end it off. You got anything else you want to say? Um, I'm going to leave it short and simple. I think um, just understanding your true power comes from understanding that you don't need your own. That's what I would. I'm going to just leave the people with that mic drop. True power comes from understanding you don't rely on your own. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's it right there, bro. Yeah, and I guess what I'll say is that, um, yeah, the same thing. The power is not in us; it's in Him. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to get out of these cycles and find yourself and like just walking in freedom and not going back to these sins, attached to Him more than ever, mm-hmm. cling exactly. to Him more than you ever have, and that's where the freedom is going to be. It's in Him, and that you know every. Like, dang, what was it? Oh, yeah, and then also understanding the fact that the Word of God is the only thing in your life that everything in your life is required to respond to. That's so tough. It's the only thing, everything is required Mm -hmm. to respond to. So getting in your Word and fighting your fact your facts of your reality with his truth until it looks like it because it will so yeah that's pretty that's, much it that's all we got today for real yeah I think that's all we got I really yeah. hope this blessed y'all hope y'all um, got something from it most definitely and as always stay you stay, stay real, real and stay humble we'll catch y'all next week love much love much love